What's going on, guys? Welcome back to episode two. Uh, welcome back to the Double Up podcast, where we try to double up every weekend from Arts and Rhymes Studios. I got my co-host with me here. What's up, guys? What's up, Del? What's going on, man? So uh, today we're going to talk about eBay. Tell me what eBay is, man. All right, so eBay is basically a trading platform where you just... You sell your personal items. Exactly. It could be also wholesale items from companies, anything you could get a hold of, basically. Yo, and a lot of people, like, are making a killing right now. Let me tell you, if you go on Craigslist and you go to the free section, everybody just wants to get rid of those stuff. Just come pick it up. And literally, people are just picking up the items and posting it on eBay and making a killing right now. What are your thoughts on that? Honestly, that's a great idea, but the people that are posting on Craigslist, they're not really being smart about it. They, what do you mean? They could post it on eBay and make their money instead no, of giving it away for free. That's the thing. They just want to get rid of those stuff. They don't want that stuff. Okay, but you could also sell it. Well, that's where we come in. The people who are basically don't have a job, 16, 17-year-olds, mm -hmm. they come pick up the item Leave it at the house. Post it on. You could even post it on the Facebook Marketplace. You know how many people? Yeah. yeah. There's yeah. also Amazon. Yeah. You could n not really Amazon because you have to ship it to the warehouse. But if you post it on the Facebook Marketplace, mm -hmm. post on eBay. This, this. You're gonna get multiple There's offers. Also, uh, stuff like eBay, like uh, these apps called OfferUp and Let Go, where you could post it, and it's about the same thing. Exactly. Local, exactly. More, more local. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, you look. This is exactly what you gotta do. You gotta go pick up, uh, pick up uh, what you call it, the stuff from uh, their house. That's they just want to get rid of the stuff. You post it on wherever you can, and you sell the item. You could easily make three to four hundred dollars a week, and that's what people are not realizing, and it's driving me crazy, because literally there's no excuse not to have a job now. Exactly, and you can literally <laughs> do anything nowadays to make money. Bro, there's another thing that, that was driving me insane was if you if you guys don't know who Elon Musk is, you know who Elon Musk is? Yeah. Well, he's the, uh, the CEO of SpaceX and Tesla cars. And he literally, out of out of nowhere, out of nowhere, he created the, the Boring Company, created a flamethrower, uh, 20,000 flamethrowers and 50,000 uh, hats and T-shirts. To fund his tunnel project called the Hyperloop. You, you know what the Hyperloop is? Yeah, I heard about it. So um, the Hyperloop is like basically, uh, like think about it as a one-man train station where you could get to point A to point B in like less than five minutes. Mm -hmm. uh, so he did that and it was like one of the biggest publicity stunts because everybody, literally everybody has the flamethrowers now and the hats and they're reselling on eBay. Yeah. For over a thousand, while he sold them on uh, like on his website for like two, three hundred dollars. And what did he use that money for? To fund the hyperloop. Which explain the hyperloop. Basically. Well, I, I I just explained it, man. No. Wake up. <laughs> no, I mean, what was what caused his publicity to go up? Why was it so amazing? Because he just called it the boring company. It was just like nobody knew that he did it. Okay. No, <laughs> like right. literally, literally nobody did it, and um, I can't believe he honestly sold out. And one and another thing, like, I love how he could grab people's attention. Recently, he, uh, he put a Tesla Roadster mm -hmm. in, uh, so he, I told you how he owns SpaceX, right? Yeah. So he recently put the uh, Tesla Roadster 
and a ju- like a stuntman. And right now it's flying around in space, like orbiting, orbiting the Earth right now. Just imagine that. L- literally, he just like, yo, I'm gonna fly my car out there mm-hmm. with the stuntman inside. He's literally wearing a helmet and he's just yeah, he taped his hands to the steering wheel, just orbiting around Earth right now. Wow. And I'm sure all that like benefited his company. Yo, their stocks went up to, like I think their stocks were at 325. Now it's at 355, man. Before closing on Friday. Yeah, do what you gotta do to grow. Well, no, but it was just a funny publicity yeah. stunt, honestly. But it worked for him on his end. Yeah, it really did. Uh, so, uh, so back to eBay. Yeah. All right. Um, people don't realize how easy it is to start eBay. You can start step one, start an account. Step two, look for things in your house to to sell that you don't want anymore. Just yeah. like that. That's just a easy way to motivate you to, to start finding more things to sell. And, I, and this is not like, we're not telling, these are just tips. We're not telling you this is a career. We're just telling you this is a way to get started and learn the skills that you need later on to build whatever you need to build. It could be a way of making side money. For yeah. example, like everybody's in school. You could have a source of income by just selling stuff. And yeah. you're going to school. You don't have a job. You don't need to work if you're making your money on the side. Bro, someone, because uh, Gary V posted this, well, he, he thought of the idea, I'm not going to lie, and uh, literally, if you go on his Twitter feed, people are posting, like, what they sold in the past week. Some guy literally got a couch uh, for free, mm-hmm. sold it for 300 bucks and an audio mixer. Yeah, I also heard about the, some guy that was motivated by Gary V where he sold his treadmill. Oh, yeah, I, I had yeah. seen that. And he made around $225 just... Something that was laying around in his house. Yeah, so everybody, all the random shit that you have in your house, you need to get rid of right now because that's extra money that you could have in your pocket. That exactly. It's one of the easiest ways. And not even only that, like, you could make this really passive. Like, I told you about AliExpress and Alibaba. So AliExpress is basically the Chinese factories, and it's a way of connecting to them. And they, they have a website, AliExpress.com, and they have all sorts of items. This is what I do personally. And all, like, I sell phone cases, whatever. Um, so I get my phone cases for, like, maybe a dollar for a three-pack. And I sell on eBay for, like, four bucks. And I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I'm making, I'm killing, but I'm making, like, a hundred bucks a week. Just... When I get an order, I put in their information on AliExpress, ship it straight to them. I don't carry inventory, and it's passive income, and I don't have to pay for any listing fees or anything because eBay's free. Yeah. Back in the day, you remember when back in the day eBay was you had to pay for fees and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, they made it easier just for everybody to. Yeah, I think they give you like what 50, uh, 50 free listings every month. Well, yeah. it depends on how big you are. But then if you post more. Um, for example, when I started posting, it was 50. And then I don't know where they bumped me up to, I think it was 5,000 items. Really? Yeah. That's good. And I didn't even get a sale yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, they just want to see you working on eBay. Then they'll, they'll Yeah, they'll you could you. ask for an increase every yeah. month, right? Exactly, yeah. All right. You could go up to as many items as you want. But... Yo, I wonder, like, one thing I wonder... Is how much fees they take when you sell like a, a really expensive item. Like imagine selling a car on eBay. I mean, I'm sure they make their money somehow. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we gotta look into that more. But 
people people get discouraged very easily when it comes to eBay. For example, how how long do you think it takes for them for somebody to get their first sale? Does it matter? It does matter because Why? if somebody that just started eBay all right. and they haven't got a sale for months, they're going to stop, they're going to sleep on it. I mean, all right. This is exactly we this is exactly how I got started. I mean, it wasn't my main source of income. It was just a side hustle. But literally, all you got to do is post 10 items a month. Literally, go on, go on your laptop. Uh, we're in February. Be like, top selling items on eBay for February. Go on AliExpress. Match, find the items. Post on eBay. Forget about it. Because you're, you're not going to get... Unless you're like a really popular eBay, you got like five stars on you or whatever, mm -hmm. your items are not going to sell that quick. So you need to build it. Yeah, I understand. But some people, <laughs> everybody that wants to make money, they want it right away. Not everybody has the patience to wait. It's all about patience. That's the thing you, that you, everybody has to learn. It's all about patience, man. It's all about patience. You don't grow. I mean, you don't raise a child in a day. Exactly takes years exactly. to raise a child so think about it like raising a child and also also you could you have to stay consistent like okay you could post your first 10 items doesn't sell for a month or two post more the more the merrier yeah it doesn't hurt anybody like you're not losing you didn't buy the inventory mm -hmm. but uh and that's not the only place you could post it i mean there's you could literally post it on craigslist post it on facebook marketplace Facebook Marketplace is like one of the best things because you're literally just paying $5 to get your thing on a 50-mile radius mm -hmm. and you're bound to get somebody to look at your product. I mean, um, I've seen people, a lot of people give up too soon and I'm actually, I've given up a couple of times but I always go back to it just so I can give it another shot. It doesn't hurt to keep trying. You gotta, you gotta keep going. You can't give up, bro. You just... Because... What, what's the point? It's, it's no harm. It's like five minutes out of your time, out of the month, just posting 10 items. I know. I know. It's easy. But then, like I said, the lack of nobody buying anything, it just brings down the person. And everybody wants everything right away. But that's well, the type that, of world we live in nowadays. Well, don't expect anything. Literally, right. stop expecting anything. I mean, it doesn't hurt you. Like, what are you going to do in those five minutes? What? You're going to watch TV. Literally just post it. If you do, the best feeling I got was I completely forgot about eBay for three months. I posted these random items that I got off of Walmart. Uh, and it was just like this uh, shelf, mm -hmm. right? It was like $105. I was making $20 off of it. I completely, completely forgot about it, right? And uh, three months later, I got... $105 sent to my PayPal. I was like, what the hell is this? Then I got like a whole bunch of emails from eBay saying that my product was sold. I had never been happier, but I, see, I made 20 bucks off of doing nothing. Yeah, but that's also the same as like when uh, Bitcoin was hot a couple uh, months ago. I could say about a month ago. Well, Bitcoin's back, baby. Bitcoin's I, back. Little, we can argue about this all day. Bitcoin's I, back. I, don't, I feel like it's not going back up. It was hot at a point. All right, because everybody put in, invested their money. Yeah, but, but now everybody was also impatient uh, when, when like they invested. Like you. In, Honestly, you I were, was. I was. You're uh, impatient. I was. <laughs> I mean, look, uh, at a point, Bitcoin was started at what? What was it? 
when I got into Bitcoin, when I got into Bitcoin, it was October of 2017. Mm-hmm. It was October of 2017. Uh, I think it was at 4,700. Okay, 4,700. How much did it boost up in that month, two month period? Uh, I don't know. I didn't keep trying. All right. Well, but just, but they I go up. It went up to, at a certain point, it hit 19,000. 19, yeah, 19, I remember. But everybody was getting into it so quick. Why? Because they wanted to see their money growing. But they... <laughs> like the memes. I put in $1.99. Exactly. exactly. I'm a millionaire. <laughs> All right. So everybody, they wanted, they put their money in. They, they expected to see thousands in that, in that one week. Not even. People would buy and sell overnight. And now look, there's people, I, re- I read the, about a guy that took out a loan just to put into Bitcoin. Mortgage it's on his house. Se- well, that's retarded. $75,000 loan. Yo, how many times did I tell you before you got into Bitcoin or cryptocurrency or the regular stock or whatever, put in money that you're not, like, you're afraid. You don't need. Yeah, you don't need. You're not afraid of losing. Exactly. That's what I did. But this guy took out a loan of $75,000 and he was complaining that he was at 43000 and he was asking people, I believe it was on Twitter, should I, uh, should I keep it or should I take it out? Well, you should keep it. Keep if, it if you believe in this technology, believe it. That's the only reason I still have my money in. You know how much I lost. Yeah. I lost over $22,000 in Bitcoin. And you still have it in there. <laughs> I, I still have it in there, but how much is Bitcoin at right now? Uh, I think the last time I seen it, it was at ten, over 10000 Well... That's when you panic, call me, yo, Bitcoin's at $6,000. Yeah, it's almost at $11,000 now. Okay, that's good. But it went from a peak of 19000 and then just went back to 6000 You, you know what, exactly what happened? So literally everybody who, they're called whales. They own over like thousands and thousands of Bitcoins. As soon as they see 19000 they're like, fuck everybody else. We're pulling out. Mm-hmm. So they, there, there was literally, I read an article, there was 30,000 millionaires created over Bitcoin. 30,000. That's, that's insane. 30,000. Imagine that. In, in a grace of six months, mm-hmm. over 30,000 millionaires were created over Bitcoin, man. That's that, that blows my mind. But uh, literally, they pulled out. So what happens? The market crashed. Mm-hmm. Well, it dropped to like, what, 14,000? Then everybody, when they seen the drop happen, everybody else got scared. Everybody sold that the, that the website crashed. Nobody, like, it was freezing. You couldn't even sell anymore. Well, because the whales already sold. It exactly. doesn't really matter to them. But I'm just saying, once everybody seen that it went back down from 19 to 14, mm-hmm. everybody didn't give a fuck. So they just sold their, their Bitcoin, too, because they didn't believe, the, believe in the technology. And it just kept dropping the price, dropping, dropping, dropping the price. And literally, it went down to $6,000. But in a matter of a week, it went back. Literally, last week, it was at $6,000. This week's at eleven. You never know with Bitcoin. Nobody could tell. Well, this is why I still have my money in Bitcoin is because I believe in the technology. Like, it might not be Bitcoin. It might be something else. But they're still going to use the same technology. I mean, you never know. You never know. We're in a day. Of, okay, yeah. We'll like, I could literally, you you own a house, you could literally, I could send you money without having, getting the bank involved through Bitcoin. Exactly. Yeah, I know. That, that. So there's a huge purpose for the technology. 
It's just, it's not present right now. That's why I still have my money invested in Bitcoin. I mean, we'll see what happens in the future. We still, we still got a while. <laughs> what do you mean, bro? We have a lot of time. I mean, I, I think nobody's in a hurry. It's Bitcoin's going to be there forever. Well, I, I, I believe, I don't, honestly, I don't think Bitcoin's going to be the, the whole, like, you know, the shebang for uh, cryptocurrencies. Maybe it was just the hype. But the hype's not going to be there for... No, the technology behind it, I truly believe in it. That's why I'm still invested. I 100% believe that Bitcoin is not going to be the coin that everybody uses. Mm -hmm. It's going to be a different coin that we, I, we, we still don't Maybe use. Maybe something but will be created. Like Bitcoin, I'll give you an example. Bitcoin is like our gold. Because Bitcoin, everybody's just putting their money, trying to see it go up. Mm -hmm. And like... Nobody's actually using what it's made for. Yeah, but that's because a lot of people don't understand how it's supposed to be used. They didn't do the research. They just went into it. They seen everybody, oh, they're making money. Let me put in money, but they don't know how it works. They don't know when when they'll see a decrease, when they'll see an increase, why it does that and all that. Well, I mean, that's with every market, though. That's with anything. If you don't do your research, you're bound to fail. Exactly. And that's why a lot of people, like that guy that took out $75,000, lost. Why? Because he's seen everybody going for it. But he didn't, he didn't know why. Yo, I was watching this thing about Ty Lopez. You know who he is? The, uh, this is my garage car guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he, he keeps reposting this, and it blows my mind, man. He said if you invested $300 back in 2010. In yeah, Bitcoin, I read that. It's oh, it's over a hundred million dollars, right? Yeah, something like that. Well, that's, Three, that's amazing. Well, well, you're not gonna get an ROI from any other investment that you mm -hmm. do. That I mean, how, the real estate market, you're, you're looking at what a ten percent increase? No, a thirty percent increase every ten years. Yeah, and the real estate market's insane right now. Well, yeah, yo, tell me about that. What's I'm, going on? Uh, I mean, what I know of like. In Brooklyn, it's hard to find a house less than a million now. Everything's going up. Everything's Yo, going up. 800,000, 900,000, a million. Let me tell Even you apartments. something. I'm, let me tell you something. And I, I'm going to use this later on. And I'm telling you this right now. Thank God we're recording this. The market, get ready for the next 10 years. Because the market is about to crash. Completely. Everything is going to be on sale. Why do you say that? Bro, it, history repeats itself. I mean, that's just your... We, we were in a crash in 2008. Okay. We're bound to have... We're 10 years later. We're bound you never to know, but what is your real... Like, why do you say that? Just because it first happened of all, in the all past? Right, all right, all right. Yeah, because one, it happened in the past. And this is not the first time the real estate market crashed. Okay. All right. Banks are starting to raise their interest interest rate. Okay. It was at three percent. Now it's at four or five percent. But don't you think that's because everybody's on credit now? Oh, that's another thing that's Man, fucking. Nobody up. has cash anymore. Uh, well, everybody I mean, lives off credit. All right, but how is that supposed to affect the banks? Well, how that's their way of making more money. Well, that that's what's gonna happen. This the banks are raising their interest rate loans. Okay. All right. More people are going to stop buying. Mm -hmm. Once people stop buying, real estate agents, they're not making their commission anymore. Okay. 
they're not putting their money into the market and just it starts slowly collapsing from there. Yeah, but look, you got these houses that, that are selling for millions now. One sale for one agent is gonna last them, they could last them up to a year, even more, maybe less. But let's say they make one, one to two sales, three sales, they're good for a while. Why? Because the market went up. All it's right, kind of if nobody's up. willing to buy anymore, if nobody's willing to buy anymore, there's always gonna be a buyer. That's if like we, saying. So you were telling me you were buying houses in 2008? Well, why would I? Not I, you, I, but yeah. your parents were buying houses in well, 2008. Well, because the market was bad. They were? Well, okay. They were. Well, yeah, you're supposed to buy in, in 2000. Well, you're supposed to buy when everything's down, but I'm saying. Yeah, but everybody was afraid. That's the perfect time to buy anything. Not everybody knows that. That's, you're Even in by, the stock market. You're going by what you know, but you're not going by what everybody perceives things or sees things or well everybody wasn't buying houses in 2008 so what happens when everybody's not buying the owners lower the prices less commission to the real estate okay but that's just that moment but look what they're making now imagine working in new york city right now manhattan selling one one let's say selling a building <laughs> you're making millions millions why because buildings go up what do you think 15 million 30 million. I, I have no clue. That's not even... Uh, that's too far out for me, man. <laughs> that's that's something you should look into. Real estate's a great way to go. I mean, I, I'm really looking into real estate into Pennsylvania. That's that's where I'm looking into. That's where I could afford mm -hmm. at the moment. But, but what are the benefits of buying in Pennsylvania? For me? I mean, first of all, it... It just it doesn't hurt to have property. Of course. And I'm only spending twenty five thousand on the house basically because I'm gonna have people living there, and they're paying off my mortgage. At the end, I could sell the house for over two hundred thousand. Of course, but look, you also got things like Airbnb nowadays. I mean, I, I've been I read an article, well, a couple of articles. Um, the thing is, most people who go to Airbnb are, are trashing the places now, and they're having issues with the company. <laughs> that's true, <laughs> but that's a risk you're taking. I mean, I mean, if I could get steady renters, that that doesn't hurt. You know what I'm saying? And it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be like in the Poconos or anything. It could be in uh, Philly. You oh, know? I don't know. It also depends on the neighborhood you're buying. That so is true. If you're buying in the city, yeah, you can find a steady renter. But if you're buying, like, towards the, the places where people want to go visit, like Poconos for skiing and, and uh, uh, rock climbing, all that stuff uh, for the tourists, you got people uh, that you're not going to find people to rent there consistently. You got to use things that, like that, Airbnb. Airbnb. But, yeah, that, I'm not looking over there anymore. I, I was because it was a lot cheaper, but I'm looking into the city, looking for, you know, steady renters. It's less of a headache, man. I could get a property manager, and I don't have to be there that often. And that's not the only benefit. Like, you could literally register. I have New York plates, mm -hmm. so I could register my cars under PA and be paying half of what I'm paying for insurance right yeah, now. we also got high taxes over there. For what? Houses. Yeah, they're cheap. They're cheap for a reason. <laughs> you got places like PA. The, the houses are cheap. You got places like Long Island, the houses are cheap. Why? Because their taxes are high. But there's always something behind it. I mean, all right. 
But who who's paying the taxes in the end? I'm not. Well, technically, I'm not. My renters are. Okay, but let's say you don't find renters. That's also a risky take, buying a house. You're going to be stuck paying the mortgage. That is true. That is true. But everybody needs... It, it depends on how you market the house. And, you know, if you have a really good real estate agent out there, definitely you could get the house. It's all about the research. You got to look into it 100%. Yeah, I, I didn't say I bought the house. Nah, I didn't say that either. I'm just <laughs> saying. You got to look into it before you go in, like, to something that's new new to you. That is true. Like, for example, your food cart. That was something you had to start. Like, you did it. You Yo, I did months and months of research before exactly. I started anything. Exactly. Yo, I failed so many times before because I didn't do my research. That happens. It's all right. <laughs> I wish you found it now. <laughs> all right. What about... um? Uber, you were telling me earlier. Yo, there's people making a killing on Uber right now. And they're literally only working part-time from Monday to Friday. They're making over $120,000 a year. And hours, like what are the hours looking All like? All right, so basically they're actually driver that, well, I don't know how to explain it, but they're they're driving from... Uh, like five, six hours a day from Monday to Friday, mm-hmm. working part-time. And once they go home, that depends on you. They do something called affiliate marketing. So every time you get a driver to drive for Uber or uh, Lyft, uh, they get to use your promotion code. So every city is different. Yeah. So literally, um, so right now, I'm working Uber. I t- I give you my code. You sign up for Uber. I could get $500 because we're in New York City. Yeah, but that's just their way of bringing people in. All right. So you got to do this on a major scale. Okay. So you create a website. You do this. You try to convince people. Like, uh, you bring value to them, mm-hmm. basically. And you tell them, like, tutorials of, I don't know, how to keep your car clean or whatever. Like, tips and tricks or yeah. whatever. That's what I've seen people doing right now. And they're creating a website, tell them, yo, uh, sign up to Uber now, sign up to Lyft now. And they're getting referrals from all over the United States. Mm-hmm. And they're making like three, four grand a week off affiliate marketing. Not, so say yeah. they didn't work as an Uber driver. Mm-hmm. They just did affiliate marketing. Yeah. They're making three to $4,000 a week just by getting referrals. Oh, that's, that's pretty insane. So imagine doing that, and I mean, literally on a large scale, just creating a website, mm-hmm. creating a few videos, uh, how to clean your car, uh, how to get more rides, or this and that, and uh, yeah, and they're create like they're creating wealth out of nothing, just affiliate marketing. Okay, what do you? What about actually driving for Uber? Or how much are you seeing out of that? I don't know, bro. That depends on your city. It varies on your city. I mean, like where we are, New York. I mean, probably like a thousand three hundred a week. But that's like you part time. Part time. Part time. So on top of the three to four thousand dollars that you could be making, another thirteen hundred. Do you ever think Uber would close? And like as when I mean close, I mean as in stop taking new new drivers. At some point, they have to. 
at some point when they're gonna so what Uber right now Uber, Uber has not been profitable yet. You think so? A hundred percent they haven't been profitable. They they everything that they're making, every like every amount of profit that they're making, they're reinvesting into the company. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to for them to be like really successful, they have to have so many drivers and so many moving parts. They have to be at a large, large scale uh, for them to be like profitable and pay off everybody in the company and everything but like that. But they're making huge impacts. For example, car service. How often do you see a car service nowadays? They're going down. Well, because everybody prefers Uber. You got safety. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Did you expect like? 10 years ago, telling your, if you had daughters, you're going to be going in some random guy's car. <laughs> Bro, everybody trusts the platform. Exactly, exactly. I mean, you don't know the guy, you don't trust it. Like, like 10 years ago, you would have told your daughter, oh, this guy's going to come to, like, yeah, your daughter, yeah. you're going to go to school with this random guy. Mm-hmm. He's going to come pick you up. That's now, now the, nowadays, it's a regular thing. It's not even only here. You're talking about foreign countries, for example. Where we're from, Egypt. All right. You got a very strict country. For example, um, the women were not really allowed to go out by themselves uh, without like a man. Yeah. But now you got women going take an Uber wherever they need to go get. It's a convenient man. It it made your it made everybody's life easier. They also made safety a huge like. But yeah, they have to- everything that you need to know about them on the profile. So, yeah, Uber, Uber is a, it, it's really helpful. I mean, I use it myself. After I got into my car accident, I don't have a car. Mm-hmm. I've been using it to get around everywhere, and it's been really convenient. Honestly, it's a lot less more stressful than having owning a car. Yeah, but then you also got to deal with, like, being on time for work and... You could schedule. It's, it's also the... It has, it has so you're telling me... So if you're late to work, all right, mm-hmm. you're gonna get you're gonna get faster using your own car. It doesn't really matter. No, because it also depends on the driver. You got drivers that are very slow. You got drivers that you don't really trust the way they drive. You not everybody. You, everybody has a style of driving, right? All right. I once took an Uber that that should have been a 15 minute ride. He let it into a 45 minute. Why? Because he was, where the hell were you going? I was going from Sheepshead to Bay Ridge. How did you make it 45 minutes? Why? Because he was driving 25 miles per hour the whole time. That's why. He didn't get on the highway? He got on the highway, but he took short road locally. <laughs> <laughs> See? There's, there's, there's stuff you can't control. Where you can't really yell at the driver and tell him, oh, hurry up. Because he mean, is doing his job, you know? I mean, you could tell him, hurry up. It, it doesn't but affect that, nobody. Okay, but what are you going to do? Then not everybody, everybody has their style. You get what I mean? That's stuff you can't control. Everything has its downside. But then also Uber does, it is, it's a great thing to use. Um, when I didn't have a car for a long period of time, I use Uber. But honestly, I, I, I really, like, I need to read into it. How they took over, like, the marketplace, man. That's insane. It just came out of nowhere. Yeah, it just, one day everybody was just using Uber. Uber. What's Uber? Yeah. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, everybody's using Uber. Um, so, another thing is, is that, what do you think about, like, these self-driving cars that, that are coming out? Because that, that's what's going to replace Uber. 
honestly... Or that's what's replacing the drivers for Uber. But to a certain extent, so far, like, there's laws where they don't allow... You, you still have to pay attention while they're driving. You get what I mean? Yeah. You still have to be present. Well, Unless all right, that's that's the law and regulation. But, I mean, Tesla right now, yeah. literally, you get into a Tesla Model X, it has the cap like capability of driving itself, but they don't allow it because of the government. Once they could get, allow it from the government... That's it. It could literally drive you from point A to point okay, B. Okay, but you also got stories of people dying and totaling their cars. Why? Because they put their 100% trust into it. I mean, that was only one or two cases because they didn't perfect technology. That's one, two cases too many. You don't know if it's going to happen again. That is true. It's At the end of the day, it is a car. It but is technology. it's something that they're developing on. They're, they're still learning. They're still, you know, progressing on, on the technology. Mm-hmm. Once they do... And once they do perfect the technology, what's going to happen to the Uber drivers? I mean, it takes time. You don't know how long it'll take for them to perfect it. It could take a year, two years, five, ten, fifteen years. But it's getting close. But it is getting close because, look, technology's taking over. What, what do you not use technology for nowadays? Yo, Am- even Amazon, man. Even Amazon, they created a grocery store. Which is... I- Amazon Go, no, uh, yeah, I think it's Amazon Go. And you don't have to wait online or something like yeah, that? Yeah, you don't have to wait online. You literally just walk in with your phone, you scan your phone, mm-hmm. you pick up the items, and you just leave. That's, that's insane. Technology's taking over. Yo, but they did a smart move by buying Whole Foods, because now you know where the technology's going. Exactly. Yo, that, that's like one of the craziest things. So, uh, this is it for, t- uh, for the show. This is it for the show. Double up. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Oh.